Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Yes. The Lord's been good to me, so many people doubt him, I can't live without him, that is why I love him so, he's so good to me, real, real, Jesus is real to me, come on sing it out, oh yes. He gave me the victory. So many people doubt him. I can't live without him. That is why I love him so. He's so real to me. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Lord. We bless the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you, children of God. I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kinston, North Carolina, USA. And I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Living the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. Those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we have been working on our most recent topic entitled what? The Trial of Your Faith. The trial of your faith. And it's just important for us to, to understand and to realize that our faith is going to be tried. Just like we have sense enough to try out things that we expect to be valuable, but we don't know for sure. Well, why would we get upset when God does the same thing with us? You know, one of the things that the Lord is dealing with me on now, <laughs> and he's really dealing with me on this, is, is uh, when you take, say, some gold in to get it, uh, what's the word? You're trying it to see if it's real. You can find out the impurities that's in it. You can find out the stuff that's that's not right in it. When they do the test and run those tests on gold or precious stones to find out if they're real or not, they be finding out not only because they may be real, but they may have some other mess in there too. Well, that's the same thing that happens with us with trials. You know, Peter found out he still had cursing in him. Apostle Paul found out he still had uh, 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 arguing in him. You know, you and me, when we get tried, we might find out we got, some of us find out we, get, we still got temper or we still got anger or we still got some, God be like, you know, not, I, not my, I, even though you might be real, I can still find some of this other stuff that's what? That's in you. So, so uh, <laughs> we bless the Lord today. For, for who he is and for what he is doing in our lives. Thank you, Father, for for checking us out and, and, and testing us very well. We're going to take a look at the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 11 and verse what? Verse 13. Deuteronomy chapter 11 with a special focus on verse 13. 
talking about loving and obeying the Lord here. And here is one of the instructions. Moses said to the people, if you faithfully obey the commands I am giving you today, to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. So if you faithfully obey the commands I'm giving you today, to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and your soul. We're still talking about trial of our of our faith trial of our faith let us pray father in the mighty name of jesus christ we get thank you we love you we give you all praise we give you all honor we give you all glory thank you father for doing for us what no man could do thank you for being patient with us while we are still becoming the people that you desire us to be. Forgive us, Father, of our many sins and many iniquities, thought, word, and deed. We ask humbly that you continue to lead and guide us in your path of righteousness for your name's sake. Help us, Father, to do and to become all that you desire us to be in this thing called life. We realize, Father, that we are eternal beings and will never cease to exist. We need you, Father, to show us the way. We need you, Father, to lead and guide us in your paths of righteousness. We need you, Father, each and every day, each and every hour, each and every moment. Have mercy on us, Father. Speak to us that we might speak to your people in the four corners of the earth, that the people who hear your words may be blessed. In the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, let the people of God say amen. Deuteronomy chapter 11, we see two terms that are necessary to have faith. We see that loving and obeying the Lord are closely related, much like a dog and a wolf. Much like a, a, a cat and a lion, these are close. They are they closely related? Love and obedience are very so closely related that you cannot have one. Come on, somebody, without the other. You can't say you love God and you don't obey God, and you can't say you obey God if you don't love God. You've got to have, these two are just, they're almost interchangeable. You've got to have the other if you're going to have one. You've got to. You've got to. And when these two come together and, and, and in just the right mixture, in just the right uh, amounts, they will produce faith. When your love for God is right where it's supposed to be and your obedience to God is right where it's supposed to be, what the, the, the offshoot will be faith. About like a woman. Women run around talking about my baby. It ain't your baby. 
Me and talking about my, my son. That ain't your son. It's our son. It's our baby. The only, even, even uh, God, when the Holy Spirit came upon Mary, he didn't do it himself. It was God and Mary had a part in that. The Holy Spirit overshadowed him, but God fixed it up where Mary had to carry him. So, so understand that, that, that it's not a child. He might look a lot like the daddy, or she might look a lot like the daddy, or she might look a lot like the mommy, or he might look a lot like the money, mommy. But they are a product, come on somebody, of both of you. All right? You say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? Our faith as children of God is a product of our love and our obedience. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, that's powerful. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. It's not just one or it's not just the other. Both of them are necessary. Both of them are necessary in our lives. Our love and our obedience are necessary for our faith to come into the picture like it's supposed to be. So look at what, what Moses says to the people. If you faithfully obey. Now, anytime you see faith or faithfully in the Bible, be thinking love and obedience. Because remember, in order to produce you, your parents had to come together. In order to produce me, my parents had to come together. In order to produce, your parents had to come together. So when you start seeing faithfully in the Bible, you need to be thinking about people that love God and are obeying God automatically because you've got to have those two. So if you faithfully, well, then it, that means if you love God and if you obey God. And faithfully, look at, look at it, God even gave it to it. If you faithfully obey. So God wanted to, to be specific in what kind of obedience needed to be in operation. If you faithfully obey the commands I'm giving you today. To love the Lord your God. To serve them with all your heart, with all your soul, then I will send rain on your land in its season. Now, what are we talking about here? Are we just talking about rain coming down? And uh-uh. We're talking about getting what God got for us in season. You got to be able to see deeper into what God is saying. Here he was talking about rain. The logos were, yeah, okay, rain coming down from heaven, so the crops will grow. Well, we got a whole lot more stuff today going on. Well, what God is talking about, he's talking about our blessings coming to us at the appointed time. Now, most of us would like to be blessed, but if somebody said they were going to hold all your blessings to the last second of your life, we'd probably be like, nah, man, that ain't mine. Because the whole purpose of blessings, the whole thing about blessings, we want them to come in a timely manner so that we can enjoy them. You know? If all your blessings came the last second of your life, sure, there'd be a lot of great stuff and a lot of good blessings, but we only got one second to enjoy it. So God said, look, if you faithfully obey the commands, stuff I'm telling you that you got to do, that I'm giving you this day, you serve the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul, then what I will do is I will bless you at the appointed time. Blessings in your individual walk with God. When? At the appointed time. 
blessings in your marriage when at the appointed time. Suppose somebody say y'all gonna have a y'all gonna have a real good marriage, but it's gonna wait till to to the the, the the last day that the husband or the wife gonna be alive. Well, we might wait just about we we'll wait all our lives for that. No, we want to enjoy on time. We want our blessings to come on time. God is talking about, I'm trying to show you how to get your blessings to come on time. In its season. Watch this. Both autumn and spring rains so that you may gather in your grain new wine and olive oil. Now, these were signs of blessings in the, in the Old Testament. New wine, oil, grain, all this stuff here. When, when the nation of Israel, people of Israel had abundances of this kind of stuff here, they, they would bless because God's reigns were important in uh, all these things manifesting. Well, so what God is talking about and letting us know here, God said, look, I'll see to it that you are blessed on time. I'll see to it that your blessing comes at the proper time. I will provide glass. Watch this now, children of God. I will provide grass in the fields for your cattle. And you will eat and be satisfied. Now, that doesn't sound like much. Let's check. We got some saints outside. Let's, let's, let's check what we got here. He said, I'm going to provide grass in the fields for your cattle. All right. So now what we're seeing out of God here is that we are seeing that his bless. When you are truly blessed by God, you will find the blessings of God extending beyond you. Go ahead, let's get this down. The blessings of God must extend beyond you. If you're the only one being blessed, see, now you're not getting into the promise that God gave to Abraham. Remember what God gave Abraham in Genesis chapter 7. He said, he told, he told Abraham that you will be a blessing. He said, I will bless you and I will make you a blessing. So if you're not making anybody a blessing, then the question becomes, are you really blessed? So, children of God, what we want to do is we want to obey God on time so that the blessings of God will come to us on time. The blessings of God will be in our lives on time. The blessings of God will be in our families and our marriages on time. Look at what the Bible says, both autumn and spring rains. So what you see out of God here is that there are various seasons for the blessings of God. Various seasons of the blessing of God. Now, let me tell you what the adversary wants to do now. Because remember, I've shared with you, anytime you meet somebody that know a lot of what God say, they will also know a lot of what Satan say. Because what is it that Satan says? Satan says just the opposite of what God say. So if you know a lot of what God say, all you got to do is turn around and you'll know a lot of what the adversary say. So God says, look, both autumn and spring rains. So God said, look, what I have for you is I have blessings for you at appointed times in your life. Now, what the adversary, he wants to do, he wants to come in and try and keep me and you, children of God, from being blessed at the appointed time. He wants to keep us from being blessed, period. If he can't do that, if he can't accomplish that, then his next attempt will be keep us from being blessed at the appointed time. What good is it being blessed, as we shared with you all earlier, if, you, if God fixes it up so our disobedience has caused it where God don't bless us until the last three days of our life? 
We don't get we don't get a financial blessing to last day and a half of our life. Day and a half financial blessing, then we die. Well, we don't really we haven't really experienced the blessing like God wants it. God wants us to experience the blessing at the appointed time. Now we got some saints that are that have just visited with you. God God bless you, saints that that are that are here with us. So saints, let's let's go on and get that down and understand that we want to experience the blessings of God at the appointed times. Not only has God got certain blessings for us, God's got a time that he wants us to enjoy them. The Bible tells us that there's a time and a place for every activity under the sun. There's a time to plant. There's a time to pluck up. There's a time to be born. Everything, God works with time. Now, God said, look, I already know what, when I'm going to do everything. God said, I know when I'm going to bless you. I know when I'm going to beat you. I know when I'm going to give you life. I know when I'm going to kill you. I know when I'm going to lift you up. I know when I'm going to put. God said, I already know the times. So what we've got to do is be sensitive to the spirit of God so that we can get and find out the mind of God. Then God can begin to reveal to us when he's going to do what he's going to do. Because God sent back. You think God don't already know? Everybody, God told me some years ago, he said, Robert, I already know everybody that's coming up here to spend eternity with me. I already know everybody, no matter how much you preach, no matter how much you teach, no matter how much you, I already know every soul that I'm going to bring up here to spend eternity with me. And I also know every soul that I'm going to send to hell. God said, I already know. So understand, look at Isaiah, think about Isaiah 46 and 10. God says, I make known the end, what? From the beginning. Well, how does God make no? How is God going to tell folk what's going to happen at the end in the beginning? He got to know it. He already knows. I make known the end from the beginning. God said, look, before that thing even gets started, I'm going to tell you, I can tell you how it's going to turn out. So this is why it's so important for you and I to be sensitive to his voice, sensitive to his spirit, so that he'll begin to let us know things. So we don't have to go, we don't have to go get into an a, a interaction and spend 20 years in it, and then God tell us that at the end of the day, I, I knew from the beginning that one would work out. So God can let us know. If he knows the end from the beginning, then, Lord, let me be, let me be close to you so I can know the end of some things from the beginning. When you go back in the Bible, you see these great patriarchs and their children. These individuals knew what their children were going to do and knew what they were going to become years before they ever became it. You go back and read about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Some of these men's last words, they would be telling, talking about what their kids, you're going to be this, this is what you're going to do, that's what you're going to be. As parents, we have a responsibility to know what our children are going to be before they even be. And if we don't, the question is, what about what kind of relationship we got with God? Great men and women of God in the scriptures, Old Testament, these brothers would know what their sons and what their daughters would do long before they ever did it. So what we want to do, parents, as parents, we want to be sensitive with the spirit of God, for good or bad. Because sometimes these great patriarchs would be had to let their children know, you're going to do some bad stuff. You're going to do some real terrible stuff. But that's the thing about prophecy. Prophecy works in two realms and three dimensions. Always remember that. What? Two realms, three dimensions. Two realms. It's prophecy is either going to be good or it's going to be bad. Either something real good going to happen to you or something real bad going to happen to you. Me too. And two and three dimensions. It's either going to be past, present, or future. 
Meaning that this, children of God. A prophet can come in and tell you things out of your past. Tell you, when you was a little bitty boy, prophet ain't never seen you before. He come in and tell you, I got, I got one of our prophets right now. is in Tanzania. We, he's, we connect them with one of our bishops in Tanzania. He came from Nigeria. He said, Apostle, have we got anybody in Tanzania? I said, sure we do. I said, Bishop John. Bishop John, if you're watching us, God bless you, brother. Thank you for what you did with Prophet Sam. He said, Apostle, have we got anybody in Tanzania? I said, yeah, we got a, a Bishop, Bishop uh, John is in Tanzania. He's been down there for about the past week. A prophet will come in, a true, a true prophet, come in and tell you, some prophets come in and tell you, when you was a little bitty boy, this is what happened to you. And you'd be like, yeah. When you was a little bitty girl, you lived in a greenhouse, and you had, well, you'd be like, yeah, how you know? That's one of the realms. Prophet, true prophet come in, or prophetess come in and tell you what's going on in your life right now. Come in and tell you, you're having problems in your marriage, ain't you? Your husband been cheating on, cheating on you. Your wife done stole some money. Uh-huh. I would be like, I know what. And a prophet can come in, a true prophet, or a prophet that come in and tell you what is going to happen in your future. Say, look, you're going to be a, 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 a pastor. You're going to be. What I'm doing right now and what I've been doing for about the last 14 years, God sent a prophetess in my life way back when I was 17 years old. I had been saved four months. And she told me then the very thing that, that you all see me doing right now, children of God. Why? Because God knows the end from the beginning. God, God said, look, you think I didn't know Hitler was going to do all of what he's doing? God said before, when Hitler was a little bitty baby and everybody was running around talking about how cute he was, God said, I knew how many Jews he was going to kill then. God says, I already know. And God, since God does nothing, the Bible says, without first revealing his plans to his servants, the prophets, God can start telling us if we'll be sensitive, if we'll listen, if we'll hearken to his voice. God will begin to reveal to us what he's going to do. I shared with you all one time before that, that the last conversation I had with my mother and, I, and some of the saints that are here now, I shared this with them the last time they were here. I had told my mother, she told me she had a pain in, in the right side of her body. And she said she wanted to go to the doctor. I knew that was strange because my mother didn't like going to the doctor. But I took her to the doctor. The doctor said they found a golf ball-sized lump of cancer on her right lung. And he wanted to operate on her and take it out. She didn't want the operation. She didn't like the operation. Lord spoke in my spirit and said, tell her that if she doesn't get this operation, she will die. I said, Ma, I said, the Lord has told me to tell you that if you don't get this operation, you will die. Must no, I rebuke that. I don't accept that. I said, look, I, I'm not I didn't I didn't you can't I didn't say I said. I didn't say the, the guy down the street said. I said, listen at what I'm saying. I'm not coming to you as your son. I'm not coming to you as your child. I'm coming to you as your pastor, as your spirit, as your apostle, as your spiritual advisor. God said, if you don't get this operation, you will die. Well, I don't accept that. I don't accept that. I said, okay. I'm I'm, I said, all right, no problem then. I said, I'm going to Ghana. I had been invited by one of the Assemblies of God Church in Ghana, very large Assemblies of God Church. And I said, I'm going to Ghana. So the next day, when it was time to, to leave, my mother used to like to come down into the sanctuary and read the Bible before uh, the day would come in. It would still be dark. She'd turn a little light on, sit in the chair, and she'd come down and be reading the Bible. I had to go to the airport. And the saints here 
We're taking me to the airport. And when I walked past her, she said, all right, I'll see you later. And I'll see you when you get back. I was like, okay, I see you. And the Lord spoke to my spirit and said, that is the last time you will see her in the land of the living. And I just looked at her because I knew that it was what? The last time. She was smiling at me. And I was looking at her and I was thinking to myself, at least I've had 40-some years to spend with her. And I said, all right. I said, I'll see you later. All the while knowing what, what God has said, this is the last time you will see her in the land of the living. I went on. Saints took me to the airport. They contacted me about two weeks later. I said, Apostle, got some bad news for me. I said, y'all go ahead. Ain't no, ain't, no need, ain't no need of being upset. I ain't got to sit down. I ain't got to do Since that Jean has passed away. I said, book me a flight. I'll be there tomorrow. And when I came in, they had her at the funeral home preparing her for what they were going to do. So children of God, you know, the sensitivity to the voice of God is the greatest thing we can do in this life. You know, and God says, share this with my people, Robert, that what each one of you is going to be judged on is going to be how much of God's instructions did you follow in your life? Every one of us. You know, my instructions are going to be a little different from your instructions. Your instructions are going to be a little different from his, hers. But every one of us has instructions from God that we are expected to obey. And everyone is going to be, every one of us will be judged on the instructions from God that we have either followed or did not follow. So I encourage you and employ you, pray that you will obey God as, as, as make that your ambition. People may like you. People may not like you. That's their business. You obey God. Do what God says. You know, we read about the Apostle Paul a lot of time in Scripture. Read about the great words of that he spoke and the great Apostle Paul wasn't a lot of times he wasn't saying these things in front of crowds of fifteen, twenty thousand. A lot of times he'd be saying these things in from a prison somewhere. He'd be locked up somewhere. He'd be just just right as the Holy Spirit gave him utterance. So I want to encourage you, child of God. Obey God. What did we say our topic was? What are we working on? The trial of the faith. Realize that your faith is going to be tried. God, God is going to see whether we really have what we profess that, that we really have. He's going to check us out. It might be some hardship. It might be some, something in the marriage. It might be some difficulty in our finance. God is going to check us out to see if we really got what we claim we have. My prayer for you under the sound of my voice is that... Uh, your faith will be proven genuine. My prayer for me is that my faith will be proven genuine. And we will rejoice and lift up his name together. God bless you, children of God. May heaven continue to smile on each of you. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the glory belongs to you. 
to you. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. My hallelujah belongs to My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. at the Church at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.church.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, Precast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. daily. On Talk Shoe, call 724-444-7444. Enter ID 17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christmas Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our talk show homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.